You are listening to Motivating from the Six, episode 17. Start enjoying the journey and stop worrying about the outcome. Hmm. Let's go. This is a podcast that is intended to change your life. It's intended to motivate you and inspire you. It's intended to change you out of your thinking and start walking and moving and start operating in another frame of mind. Thank you so much for taking the time out, for listening, for subscribing, for downloading, for allowing me to bless your ears, your cars while you're working out for the brief moment. And you know what? Special thank you to those who have gone on and have left a five star rating. If you haven't done so, please do me a favor. Please go on and leave that five star rating. And the reason why it's so important is because it allows others to hear this podcast. See, we don't want to be selfish with this. We don't want to just allow these gems that I'm hoping to throw out to you just to be, you know, within your realm. I'm hoping that you can share them. You can share these podcasts. And again, if you do me the huge favor of going on and leaving a five star rating and just a little write up, it allows for it to get a little bit more exposure and more people can hear this. So if you can do that, that would be greatly, greatly appreciated. Now, the last couple of weeks, I have been starting with an announcement. This week is no different. The event still hasn't come. We're still a few days away. And I'm going to ask you if you are interested in giving back to your community. Well, number one, if you're from the Toronto area and you're interested in giving back to your community, I'm going to ask you if you have backpacks or you're interested in purchasing backpacks or school supplies for kids who are in who are living in priority neighborhoods, I'm going to ask you on Tuesday, August 29th, 2017, you can bring them down from 12 to 7 p.m. to the Boys and Girls Club of East Scarborough. And that's at 100 Galloway Road in Scarborough. And that's on the east end of the city of Toronto. On the west end of the city of Toronto, we have on Saturday, September 2nd, 2017, from 12 to 4 p.m., the West End Worship Center, which is Church of God of Prophecy, located at 1344 Martin Grove Road in Rexdale. Both events, neither events actually belong to me. I am supporting them. My organization brothers from the six we are supporting these other events and we're hoping just to give them a little bit more exposure through this podcast through social media allowing for more people to see it and bring in more school supplies the more school supplies that we can get is the more we can help these kids and also just to add to that too i've been saying this as well if you are a barber and you're interested in helping i'm hoping that you can come on out on one of those days and come out and cut some kids' hairs. See, this is the thing. Sorry, see, this is the thing. We want to allow these kids who come from high priority neighborhoods who already have a lot of things counted against them. The last thing we want is to have them go to school and just be behind the eight ball, so to speak. We want to make sure that we get them the haircut that they need, get them the school supplies that they need, and that's gonna allow them to start school on the same 
wavelength, so to speak, the same level as all the other kids. The last thing we want, you know, again, they have so many issues going on at home, some of them. The last thing we want is just to add this to their, their list of burdens. So I'm going to ask you again, if you are a barber and interested in coming out and cutting in some hair, if you're not a barber, you want to come volunteer, or if you just want to give school supplies, backpacks and school supplies, then please, uh, those dates is uh, when you can come out and those locations, or you can hit me up at brothers from the six at gmail.com or my usual stuff info at jeff ad martin my usual show notes stuff hit me up there and that would be well appreciated okay so today's topic start enjoying the journey stop worrying about the outcome now full disclosure this topic is talking to me <laughs> it really is talking to me because I can tell you and probably my closest loved ones can tell you, a.k.a. my wife, she could tell you that when I have a goal, when there's something that I I that's that's playing in my mind, there's oftentimes that I just can't sleep. Like I want to achieve that goal like yesterday and I can confess that sometimes, just sometimes, I'm not going to say always. Sometimes I don't have the patience when it comes to waiting for that goal to come into fruition. Sometimes I want that to happen now. And there's a number of different things that I want to do in my life. There's a number of goals that I have. And not every goal is the same way, but certain goals that I have, I want them to happen ASAP. So everything that I say to you today in this podcast episode, it really is something that I have to listen to as well. And you know what? I'll be honest with you. There's no shame in my game. I sometimes go back and listen to the past episodes. And I do that because I really do believe that there's things that can be learned even for me. And as I move on to other episodes, I sometimes forget the things I speak about in past episodes. So I will go back and listen to them. And again, I have no shame in my game. Like one of my favorite speakers, Lisa Nichols, I've spoken about her a number of times. I've heard her say that there was one time that she was on a plane and she had her very first book, which is No Matter What. And if you haven't read this book by Lisa Nichols, you got to go out and you got to get it. This book changed my life. It blew my mind. Anyway, so she was on a plane. She was about to board and she had this book in her hand, no matter what, her very first book. And somebody who was in line waiting to get on the same plane, they didn't recognize her, but they definitely recognized her book. And when they saw the book, they were like, yo, that book is fire. Like, I read that book. It's been a while, but I read that book and it's amazing. And, you know, do you mind if I maybe just kind of sneak a peek just five minutes, if I could just borrow your book for five minutes? And Lisa was like, "Uh uh-uh, I'm about to get into chapter three or whatever it was. I need that right now in my life. So I'm sorry, but you can't get this book right now. And Lisa wrote the book. Right. She's the author of the book. And she went back and she read the pages of her own book because it was just something that she needed at that time. I'm the same way with this podcast and anything else I'm hoping to produce in my lifetime. I will go back and I will read it and I will take it in because there's lessons to be learned. And even though I'm bringing this lesson today about enjoying the journey and not worrying about the outcome in two weeks, in a month, in a year, I'm going to forget. So I need to have reminders just like you need to have reminders when it comes to personal development type things. You really have to consume them every day or if not every day, fairly often because it keeps you 
vibrating on a higher level. It keeps your mindset going in that mind frame. And so I will go back and listen to old podcasts. And I know some people say they can't hear their voice. They, you know, they, they sound strange or they can't see themselves on TV. For me personally, the value of the lessons that are in these podcasts, uh, they outweigh the fact that I don't want to hear my voice. So the, the lessons are strong enough for me to say, I can hear my voice. That's fine. I can get used to it. It's the lessons within them. So let's get back into this. So enjoying the journey and not worrying about the outcome. Like I said, oftentimes I'll get caught up into this. I want something now. I want to see the results now. And we really have to understand that the journey is where it's at. Like that's where you learn, that's where you grow. And so I want to bring you a few points that's going to kind of help you understand that a little bit. And just like with me, hopefully it's going to convince you or help you to understand a little bit more that the journey is just as important, if not more important than the actual outcome. Now, number one. When you go through the process, it actually allows you to replicate it over and over and over again. And why is that? Because you've gone through the process. You understand what it took to get from A to Z. You didn't just inherit whatever it was. For example, they say that oftentimes lottery winners, I don't know the exact number, but I know it's definitely way over 50%. Lottery winners end up broke within the first three to five years after winning millions and millions of dollars. Now, why is that? Because these lottery winners didn't earn what they got. It was just given to them, right? It's not something that they had to earn through a master's. They didn't earn it through doing accounting. They didn't earn it through becoming a super entrepreneur. They just got it. Their numbers came up. They got lucky and boom, just like that, they became millionaires or billionaires or whatever the amount is or thousandaires. (laughs) But when it's all said and done, it's a very high percentage of people who go broke after winning the lottery. Now, the reason why that is, is because they don't have a process that they've gone through. I've heard Eric Thomas say, Speaker Eric Thomas, he's talked about the fact that he's made so much money uh, doing the things that he's doing through motivational speaking, through writing books, through, uh, you know, a number of things that he's doing through his um, his company as well. Now, he's I've heard him say that if he lost everything today and he went to zero and he was forced to start over, he would be a millionaire again. He would get there again because he understands the process. He has been through that. He understands what works and what doesn't work. And when you take the opportunity to go through the process and enjoy the process, understand the process along the way without skipping steps, you're able to replicate it. You're able to do it over and over and over again. They talk about millionaires and billionaires in this world. There's a high percentage of them who went broke along the way, along the process. They went, uh, they had to declare bankruptcy at one time in their life or another. And that has happened, but they were still able to get back on that horse, so to speak, and build up their wealth again because they understood what it took to get there 
the first time. And so they were able to get there again and again. So for all those lottery winners, if you are listening, do me a favor. You had no process that you went through. You just inherited all this money. Take the time out. Stop what you're doing now and learn some type of process, whether it be to how to invest your money, like invest your money 101 or something along that process along that way but the last thing you want to do is just lose all this money that you just gained and you might think well it doesn't it's not going to happen to me it's happened to many people before you so learn the process so you can replicate it and do it over and over again now think about this number two focusing on the outcome only lets you be happy a small percentage of the time Now think about this. Let me give you an analogy, a basketball analogy. In the NBA, a team will play for 82 games. And if they make the playoffs, and let's say worst case scenario, every playoff round went seven games. They would end up playing another 28, if my math is correct, another 28 games, right? So they play the 82 games in the season and then another 28 games in the playoffs and they win the championship. Now, if you do not enjoy the process of playing each and every game, the only time you're going to celebrate is at the end after winning all those games. So can you imagine just being happy at the end? You finally get the trophy. Now is when I'm happy. I wasn't happy at game two. I wasn't happy at game 24. I wasn't happy when that game went into triple overtime and I was able to dunk over that rival that I've had since high school, since college, right? Like I'm not gonna be happy then. I'm gonna be happy when I win the championship. You gotta know that's a little bit silly. You have to enjoy the process. So in that analogy, a basketball player really should enjoy the process along the way. There will be certain teams that might be, you know, they might be rivaled against, so to speak. There might be players, as I said, that you might have gone against for years or that one player who kind of always has your number, so to speak, like they always get the best of you. And you look forward to that game because today that game is today and you're going to get the best of them. Whatever it is. In that process, you have to enjoy it. You have to be able to go through it and enjoy it along the way because you can't just wait for the final outcome. Whatever it is that you're looking to achieve in your life, you can't just look at the final outcome. Like, for example, Gary V. Gary Vaynerchuk, who is a mega entrepreneur, he always talks about the fact that he wants to buy the New York Jets. I mentioned this in the last podcast. He says himself that buying the New York Jets is not, it is the outcome, obviously, but that's not what the joy is. That's not what he loves. It's the process of learning to make money the way he's made money coming from, I believe, I don't remember where he's from, but his family moved to the U.S. with not a lot of money. They came from poverty, I believe, from wherever they were from, and they arrived to the U.S. and they were able to build up wealth. His father built up wealth through a wine company, and then he built up his own personal wealth and so building his wealth making millions and millions I don't know how much he's worth now but he has enjoyed the process because while he's building money and and equity to buy the New York Jets football team he continues to make money so you have to look at it that way and be happy the majority of the time instead of just at the end now learning is fun and it actually makes you interesting Now, think about it. If you are looking to create the next, I don't know, automobile that runs on water, let's say, right? 
you become the life of the party. Like when you go to that next party, when you are with a bunch of people, everybody's curious on how you're building this thing and how the process is going. You actually become very interesting. You become a very interesting person to speak to because you have a wealth of knowledge that nobody else has. If poof, you automatically had made that car in the future, just like somebody winning the lottery, you're not gonna have the ideas and the process that it takes to actually build that car. So the fact that you're going through the process, that you're, you're going through the steps, so to speak, you are able to build up a level of understanding of what you're doing and you become super interesting. So just keep that in mind when it comes to going through the process, enjoying the process. Now, number four. In the long run, things rarely turn out the way we expect them to. So you have a goal in your head. You want to, you know, whatever the goal is, but you have a specific goal. And I think we should all have specific goals. But when you envision your goal, you probably envision it down to the color of the car, to the size of the house, to the exact penny of how much you want in the bank. But the truth is, when your goal finally comes into fruition, it rarely looks like the exact replicate of what you wanted. There might be a version of it, but it may not look like the exact replica of what you wanted. For example, last episode, I talked about Hussein Bolt. Hussein Bolt said, I want to be the best, and I did just that. Hussein Bolt probably didn't know that he was going to get the world record in both the 100 and the 200 meter. He probably didn't know that. He probably didn't know he was going to get all those medals. He probably knew that, you know, I'm going to be the best right now and maybe I'll run my fastest and see what I can do. Maybe I can get a record. Who knows? But he didn't just get one record. He got two. So you rarely see your goals coming out exactly the way you want them. Steve Harvey, for example, when you hear Steve Harvey's story, he talks about the fact that back then, when he was first coming on the scene, for someone to make it, quote unquote, make it, they had to eventually make it to the Johnny Carson show, to the Tonight Show. And if you were a comedian that was lucky enough to go on the Johnny Carson show, to do a stand-up routine, to sit on that famous couch and to sit across from Johnny Carson and have him ask you questions, then you made it. Like that was the be-all, end-all. Once you got there, everybody knew who you were and things were handed to you at that point. Steve Harvey, he tried. He tried to get on Johnny Carson's couch but as much as he tried, as much as he pushed, as much as he attempted to call in favors, nobody was interested. And Johnny Carson, I don't know about Johnny Carson himself, but Johnny Carson's people, The Tonight Show, was not interested in having Steve Harvey sitting on that couch. But guess what? Steve Harvey is all over TV today. He is hosting the beauty pageant. He's hosting Family Feud. He has his own TV show, which I believe is about to end, and he's going to start a new TV show. He has his radio show. He has that show where he is interviewing kids. It slips me right now. Um, I believe he's starting another show. Like He is all over the place, and that's just the things we see out loud, so to speak. That's what we see on TV and on the radio. Who knows what other ventures he has going on? Like I know he has a suit line. He has a a, a cooking line or a bacon line or something like that. He is all over the place, but he was able to achieve this even without getting to Johnny Carson's couch, which again, back then was the way to make it, so to speak. He made it without having to do that. Now, another point I want to make, life is lived in the present. 
It's not lived in the future. As much as we want to obtain that goal ASAP, there's a process that it takes to get there. We have to live today. If we know that it's going to take us a year or two or two years to get that degree, to get that master's, whatever it is that you are trying to achieve, you can't just snap your fingers and have it appear now. We live today. Tomorrow hasn't come yet. When I turn this podcast off and I go to bed and I wake up, that's my tomorrow. But I can't live tomorrow today. I have to live now. So as much as I want that goal of getting that job or that degree or whatever it is that you are trying to achieve, you can't get it today. It's going to take time. So you already live in the present. You might as well enjoy it. Focusing on process will allow you to engage more deeply with the present and experience it more fully, which is how you learn faster and experience life more completely. Now, kind of going back to what I had mentioned uh, a couple of points ago in terms of enjoying the process because it really could end up a different way than you really expected it. You have to know that it encourages experimentation. When you enjoy the process, it it allows you to experiment along the way. So again, you may have a goal that you have in mind and you may have pictured it to look a specific way, but as you are going through, your goal may not turn out the way that you expected. For example, Michael Jordan loved basketball, but at one point in his life, he just fell in love with the game of baseball. Now, Michael Jordan went on in the NBA in the 90s and the early 90s and won three championships with the Chicago Bulls. Right. So he turns around now and says, I'm done. I'm retiring from from basketball. The world says, what are you doing? He retires and he decides to play baseball. Right. He joins the Chicago White Sox and plays for their farm team. Right. So in the process of him growing, he's experimenting, so to speak. And as he's playing, obviously, everybody wants to go see Michael Jordan play baseball. Like if Michael Jordan decided he was going to quit sports and become a chef, everybody would go see him do that, especially at that time in the 90s, right? Because he was the man, so to speak. So at that time, he decides to experiment and try playing baseball. But unfortunately, he was horrible. And, you know, no disrespect to Michael, because there's not a lot of people who can quit at the top of their game and then join a major league team in a totally other sport. There's not a lot of people in this world can do that. So no disrespect to Mike. However, he stunk at baseball. He experimented along the way and he realized that in the end, baseball was not for him. So he went back to basketball. He was fortunate enough to jump back on the basketball horse and continue to ride and then get another three championships out of the Bulls again. So with him, he was able to experiment. When you're going along the process, you're able to experiment along the way. And while you experiment, you may realize that the goal that you initially wanted, there might be a bit of a twist to it. So you might still want that goal, but it has a slight turn to the left or a slight turn to the right. It's not the same specific goal that you had written down five years ago when you were determined that you wanted that goal. So when you experiment along the journey, when you experiment along the way, you may find other things working for you. Like for example, Lego. If you think about Lego, they say that Lego, the way that came about was there were pieces that were left over from, uh, I don't know what they were making, but they were making something out of plastic and the Lego pieces were left over. And that's how they realized, well, we have a little thing here. We have a little game. So whatever the goal was in terms of what that company was trying to make, they were realizing that they had something different coming out of the scraps. 
And through experimentation, they used those pieces, clipped them together, and realized they had a successful game. Now, Lego, I don't know how much they're worth today, but it's billions and billions of dollars. They have movies. They have clothing. My kids love T-shirts and whatever underwear that has Lego on it. Like, they just love it. And all it came out of was experimentation. The scraps of whatever it was that was being made, they used those scraps, and they realized they had a fun little game, experimentation. When you enjoy the process, you're able to experiment along your journey. And also, learning can help you get rid of your ignorance. And that's true with any type of learning. Whether you're trying to achieve your goal and you're learning to enjoy the process, or you are just learning, period, you are able to get rid of ignorance once you learn. I have no idea how to change a muffler on a car. No idea. So I am ignorant to that. And I'll take my car, I'll bring it to the mechanics, and I'll have them do it, and I'll pay them. And I leave, they're happy. I'm, you know, a little bit less in my pocket, but I'm happy because my car is fixed. But I'm ignorant to the fact that I don't know how to make, how to do that. I don't know how to change a muffler. I don't know how to, how to change a transmission. So if you learn how to do these things, you take away from your ignorance. You now have more of an incitement in that area, in that realm, because you've just learned. When you are learning, you're going through your process and you're learning along your journey, you're able to learn along the way and you're able to get that ignorance out of you. So again, I use the analogy of someone winning the lottery. If your numbers come up and snap, you win the lottery, then you just got all this money, but you don't know what it's it's like to actually earn it. Someone who started with nothing and they were able to evolve their monetary funds and continue to have it to grow until the point now that they're a millionaire or billionaire, they definitely know the process and how to make that money. And so they are not ignorant to that fact. Someone who wins lottery a lottery and just obtains the money, they're ignorant to the fact of how to make it. So when you have the process that you're going through to achieve your goals, the ignorance that you may have had in that realm is gone. It's out of there. And that's something you're able to grow from. You're able to achieve more because you are able to learn from what you are going through. Now, last but definitely not least, and maybe the biggest point of them all, when it comes to your journey and enjoying your journey and not worrying about the outcome, maybe it's not about the happy ending. Maybe it's about your story. I go back to one of my favorite, if not the favorite speaker of mine, Lisa Nickel. Lisa, she has a quote. I don't remember the exact quote, but basically she says that once you have gone through your story, once you have lived it, it no longer belongs to you. It belongs to everybody else because they are able to take what you have learned and apply it to their own life. Because I know that this person has gone through this trauma, I can learn from that and I can use that to motivate me. I can use that to inspire me and to push me forward. If that person tells me about the fear that they faced when they went through a certain portion in their life, I'm able to use that story to strengthen me. So now I become more strong. I become a little bit more fearful or fearless rather, and I can go forward stronger knowing that they went down the same path and they had people telling them they couldn't do it. So I'm probably going to have the same thing, but because I know that I'm going to have the naysayers because they had the naysayers, I can stand a little stronger. So maybe it really isn't about the happy ending. Maybe it really isn't about the outcome. It's about the story. It's about what you create along the way of your journey. So I got a couple quotes to share with you. 
Arthur Ashe, who is, uh, was an, an amazing tennis player. He says, success is a journey, not a destination. The doing is often more important than the outcome. And then also my boy Drake, Drizzy Drake in 2012, Drizzy Drake in 2012 at his high school graduation, Drake said, sometimes it's about going there, not getting there. Sometimes it's the journey that teaches you a lot about your destination. And sometimes when you get there, you'll look back and you'll realize that you wish you could go there again because all the experiences are the reasons that you are there today. That's deep. That's dope. You, you got to rewind just five seconds. Listen to that again, because I think that 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 was really deep. What he just said there. All right, good people, listen up. Start enjoying the journey. Stop worrying about the process. See, you might want to be a great writer and you know you have to have the best selling book, which would be wonderful. But the only way to really reach that is to fall in love with the writing process, right? You want to know that your business is going to be great. You want to be a super entrepreneur and that might be amazing. You might be featured on Ford's magazines, but the truth of the matter is it's not about getting on the Ford magazine. It's about the process and falling in love with the process of marketing of pushing your business right you may want to get in shape and losing 20 pounds is definitely necessary it's something that you have to do but again but again losing 20 pounds is not your ultimate goal you can celebrate but you have to understand you have to fall in love with becoming healthy you have to fall in love with the process whatever it is you want to do in your life the process is where it's at you can get the outcome and that's amazing but you can't look at that outcome and say i'm done i'm complete because you're never complete there's always something that you can do that's going to better yourself even on top of achieving that goal on top of achieving that outcome so you have to fall in love with the whole entire process from point a getting started learning how to get started learning how to get the pieces of the puzzle together to start achieving your goal to z to actually getting your goal to achieving everything you want to achieve and then when you get that z when you get to the end when you achieve that goal that great thing that you've been trying to push and get when you got to do is start over you start over with a brand new goal you start from the beginning you get those pieces together again you start at the beginning and you enjoy that process you can turn around and you can replicate it you can turn around and you can tell other people how you did it so they can learn from you it's about taking what you've done and teaching others using your story to allow others to learn from you to be inspired by you all because because you enjoyed the process. So don't worry about the outcome. The process is where it's at. All right, good people. Much, much love. I appreciate you all listening and I'll see you at the top of the next episode. Peace.